Next Chapter Podcasts. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join Play On Premium to get merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost. Episode 6, They Are Infected. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And remember, vows are but breath. heaven all dry beaten with pure scoff. Farewell, mad ladies. You have simple wits. Uh, well, that didn't go as planned. That was, that was, that was horrible. Oh, that was, uh, that, oh my God. That go well. I, um, sorry, guys. Oh, no, why did I let you talk me into doing this? Voices? Oh. Okay, enough. Stop. Your Majesty, I'm, I'm sorry. Stop! The burn! Twenty adieus, my frozen Muscovites! <laughs> are these the breed of wits so wondered at? Candles they are, with your sweet breaths puffed out. <laughs> well liking wits they have. Gross, gross, fat, fat. <laughs> oh, poverty and wit, his humor's out. Will they not think you hang themselves tonight? Or ever but in visors show their faces? This pert barone was out of countenance quite. They were all in lamentable cases. The king was weeping ripe for a good word. Barone <laughs> did swear himself out of all suit. Dumaine was at my service, and his sword, no point, <laughs> said I. My servant straight was mute. Lord Longueville said I came o'er his heart. Oh. And know you what he called me? Ill, perhaps? Yes, in good faith. <laughs> Go, sickness as you are. Well, better wits have worn plain dunces caps. But <laughs> will you hear? The king is my love sworn. And quick, Barone hath plighted faith to me. 
And Longueville was for my service born. Dumaine is mine, as sure as bark on tree. Oh, madam and pretty mistresses give ear. Immediately they will again be here, in their own shapes, for it can never be they will digest this harsh indignity. Will they return? <laughs> Oh, they will, they will, God knows, and leap for joy, though they are lame with blows. Therefore, change favors, and when they repair, blow like sweet roses in this summer air. <laughs> Why blow? Why blow? Speak to be understood. Fair ladies must are roses in their bud, unmasked, their blushing sweet complexion shown, are angels moving clouds, or roses blown. <laughs> Enough perplexity. What shall we do if they return in their own shapes to woo? Good madam, if by me you'll be advised, mm -hmm. let's mock them still, as well known as disguised. Let us complain to them what fools were here, disguised like Muscovites in shapeless gear, and wonder what they were, and to what end their shallow shows and prologue vilely penned, and their rough carriage so ridiculous should be presented at our tent to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, ladies, withdraw. The lovers are at hand. <laughs> Whip to our tents as does run o'er land. Let's just go in. Let's just go in. I know, I know. It's fine. Worst case, they recognized who we were, but they'll appreciate our effort, right? Come on, let's go. And actually, it is exactly where we wanted them to be, right? Leave the glasses. They already know who we are. Come on. Ahem. <laughs> Ah, fair sir, God save you. Where is the princess? Oh, gone to her tent. Please, it, your majesty, command me any service to her. That she would give me audience for one word. Oh, I will, and so will she, I know, my lord. Oh, this courtier pecks up wit as magpies gold and utters it again when God hath told. He is wit's dealer and resells his wares at wakes and parties, meetings, markets, fairs. And we that sell by gross, the Lord does know, have not the grace to charm wit with such show. This weasel pins the ladies on his sleeve. Had he been Adam, he had tempted Eve. He can lisp and charm, too. Why, this is he that kissed away his hand in courtesy. This is the ape of form, Monsieur the Nice, that when he plays at tables chides the dice in honorable terms. Nay, he can sing a song most sweetly, and in his writing posy pours forth. The ladies call him sweet. The stairs, as he treads on them, kiss his feet. This is the flower that smiles on everyone to show his teeth as white as whale's bone. And scaling dukes that will not die in debt, pay him the due of honey-tongued boyette. A blister on his sweet tongue with my heart. That put Armado's page out of his part. Ah, see where it comes. Behavior, what were you till this man showed you? And what were you now? Ah. All hail, sweet madam, and fair time of day. Fair and all hail is foul, as I conceive. Oh, construe my speech is better, if you may. Then wish me better, I will give you leave. We came to visit you and purpose now to lead you to our court. Princess, what do we do? I don't want to go. That's what I did. I don't want to go. But at least he got around to it. They got us out here in a tent. In a tent. Permit us then. This field shall hold me, and so hold your vow. Nor God nor I delight in lying men. 
Oh, rebuke me not for that which you provoke. The virtue of your eye must break my oath. You nickname virtue, vice you should have spoke, for virtue's office never breaks men's oaths. Now, by my maiden honor, yet as pure as the unsullied lily, I protest, a world of torments though I should endure, I would not yield to be your house's guest, so much I hate a breaking cause to be of heavenly oaths, vowed with integrity. Oh, you have lived in desolation here, unseen, unvisited, much to our shame. Not so, my lord, it is not so, I swear. We have had pastime here and pleasant game. A mess of Russians left us but of late. Not sure what the play is here. They know it's us. They know who we are. They couldn't possibly know. I told you you should have wore those glasses. I don't know why you didn't put the glasses on. Well, it doesn't matter. Love is in the air. I say we just step forward. How, madam? Russians? Aye, in truth, my lord. Trim lovers, full of courtship and of state. Madam, speak true. It is not so, my lord. (laughs) My lady, to the manner of the days, in courtesy gives undeserving praise. We four, indeed, confronted were with four in Russian habit. Here they stayed an hour and talked apace, and in that hour, my lord, they did not bless us with one happy word. I dare not call them fools, but this I think, when they are thirsty, fools would die to drink. (laughs) This jest is dry to me. My gentle sweet, your wits make wise things foolish. When we greet, with eyes best seeing heaven's fiery eye, by light we lose light. Your capacity is of that nature that to your huge store wise things seem foolish and rich things but poor. This proves you wise and rich, for in my eye I am fool and full of poverty. But that you take what does to you belong, it were a fault to snatch words from my tongue. Oh, I am yours and all that I possess. (laughs) All the fool mine. I cannot give you less. Ah, which of these visors was it that you wore? Where? When? What visor? Why demand you this? Oh, 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 oh. There, then, that visor, that superfluous case that hid the worse and showed the better face. Mm Mm-hmm. We are descried. They'll mock us now downright. Let us confess and turn it to a jest. Amazed, my lord? Why looks your highness sad? Help, hold his brows, he'll swoon. Why look you pale? Seasick, I think, coming from Muscovy. Thus pour the stars down plagues for perjury. Can any brazen face hold longer out? Here stand I, lady. Dart thy skill at me, bruise me with scorn, confound me with a pout, thrust your sharp wit quite through my ignorance, cut me to pieces with your keen conceit, and I will wish you never more to dance, nor never more in Russian costume wait. Oh, never will I trust to speeches penned, nor to the motion of a schoolboy's tongue, nor never come in visor to my friend, nor woo in rhyme like a blind minstrel's song. Velvet soft phrases, silken terms precise, three piled hyperboles, spruce affectations, figures pedantical. These summer flies have blown me full of maggot ostentation. I do forswear them, 
and I hear protest by this black hand, how fair the hand God knows. Henceforth my wooing mind shall be expressed in rustic yeas and honest copper nose. And to begin, so God help me law, my love to you is sound, sans crack or flaw. Sans, sans, I pray you. Yet I have a trick of the old rage. Bear with me, I am sick. I'll leave it by degrees. Soft, let us see. Right, Lord, have mercy on us. On those three. Hey, Barone! They are infected. In their hearts it lies. They have the plague and caught it of your eyes. These lords are visited. You are not free, for the Lord's tokens on you do I see. No, they are free that gave these tokens to us. Our states are forfeit. Seek not to undo us. It is not so, for how can this be true that you stand forfeit, being those that woo? Peace! For I will not have to do with you. Nor shall not, if I do as I intend. Well played, well played. Talk that talk. (laughs) They can only accept so much of this before they bend. Speak for yourselves. My tongue is at its end. Well, yes. Uh, Teach us, sweet madam, for our rude transgression some fair excuse. The fairest is confession. Were you not here but even now disguised? Madam, I was. And were you well advised? I was, fair madam. When you then were here, what did you whisper in your lady's ear? That more than all the world I did respect her. When she shall challenge this, you will reject her. Upon my honor, no. Peace, peace, forbear. Your oath once broke, you force not to forswear. Despise me when I break this oath of mine. I will, and therefore keep it. Rosaline... What did the Russian whisper in your ear? Madam, he swore that he did hold me dear as precious eyesight and did value me above this world, adding thereto, moreover, that he would wed me or else die my lover. God give thee joy of him. The noble Lord most honorably doth uphold his word. What mean you, madam, by my life, my troth? I never swore this lady such an oath. By heaven you did, and to confirm it plain, you gave me this. But take it, sir, again. Uh, My faith, and this, the princess I did give, I knew her by her jewel on her sleeve. Pardon me, sir, this jewel did she wear, and Lord Barone, I thank him, is my dear. What, will you have me or your pearl again? Uh, Neither of either. I remit both twain. I see the trick on it. Here was a conceit knowing beforehand of our merry cheat to dash it like a Christmas comedy. Some idiot, some yes man, some slight zany, some gossiper, some false knight, some dick that smiles his cheek in years and knows the trick to make my lady laugh when she's disposed, told our intents before. Which, once disclosed, the ladies did change favors, and then we, following the signs, wooed the sign of she. Now, about our lying to add more terror, we are again caught up in will and error. This is what this is. And was not you forestall our sport to make us thus untrue? Do not you know my lady's foot by size and stand between her back, sir, and the fire holding a platter jesting merrily? You put our page out. Go. You are allowed. Die when you will. A dress shall be your shroud. 
You leer upon me, do you? There's an eye wounds like a pointless sword. Full merrily have these brave insults this hot mouth been run. <laughs> Lo, he is rising straight. Peace, I have done. <clears throat> Welcome, pure wit. You're leaving a fair fray. Oh, Lord, sir, they would know whether the three worthies shall proceed or no. What, are there but three? No, sir, but it is very fine, for every one presents three. And three times thrice is nine. Not so, sir. Under correction, sir, I hope it not so. <laughs> you cannot beg us, sir. I can assure you, sir, we know what we know. I hope, sir, three times thrice, sir. Is not nine? Under correction, sir, we know to what it doth amount. By Jove, I always took three threes for nine. Oh, Lord, sir, it were pity you should get your living by counting, sir. <laughs> How much is it? Oh, Lord, sir, the parties themselves, the actors, sir, will show to what it doth amount. For mine own part, I am, as they say, but to perfect one man in one poor man. Pompeon the Great, sir. Oh, art thou one of the worthies? It pleased them to think me worthy of Pompey the Great. For my own part, I know not the degree of the worthy, but I am to stand for him. Oh, go bid them prepare. Well, we will turn it finally off, sir. We will take some care. Barone, they will shame us. Let them not prepare. Oh, we are shame-proof, my lord, and tis some policy to have one show worse than the kings and his company. <laughs> I say they shall not play. No, my good lord. Let me overrule you now. That sport best pleases, that does least know how, where love strives for content, and the contents fall in the love of that which it presents. Their form so rude makes most form in mirth, when great things laboring perish in their birth. A right description of our sport, my lord. Huh. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hi, this is Sally Kate Holmes, Managing Director of Next Chapter Podcasts, here to tell you about a pretty cool new offering from our friends at Apollo Podcasts. You can now find the play on podcasts on Apollo Plus, a creator-owned platform where every subscriber helps audio fiction creators such as us. You can listen ad-free, early access to exclusives, behind-the-scenes supercuts, and more on Apollo Plus. On top of all that, 70% of the revenue on Apollo Plus goes directly to creators. Join Apollo Plus through the Apollo Podcasts app or by going to apollopods.com. Anointed! 
I implore so much expense of your royal sweet breath as will utter a brace of words. Of course. Does this man serve God? Our motto? Why ask you? But he speaks not like a man of God is making. That's all one, my fair, sweet, holy monarch. For I protest, the schoolmaster is exceeding fantastical, too, too vain, too, too vain. But we will put it, as they say, to the chance of war. I wish you the peace of mind, most royal couple. Oh, here is likely to be a good presentation of the Nine Worthies. <laughs> he presents Hector of Troy, uh, the bum, Pompey the Great, the parish curate, Alexander, Armado's page, Her Hercules, uh, the pedant, Judas Maccabeus. Hmm. And if these four worthies in their first show thrive, these four will change habits and present the other five. There is five in the first show. You are deceived, is not so. The pedant, the braggart, the priest, the fool, and the boy. Travel wherever in the whole world again cannot prick out five. Such people take each one in vain. But the ship has sailed. Let's hope it does not rain. Welcome to Howard University's Ira Aldridge Theater, home of the Howard Players. Tonight's play, The Nine Worthies, starring myself, Moth, as Hercules. Oh, Lord. I don't understand. Hey, hey, all right. <laughs> Shh. Is on account of the visit by the Princess of France to our very, very clean campus. Princess Bon Spectacles. <laughs> I Pompey am. You lie, you are not he. I Pompey am. With leopard's head on me? <laughs> well said, old mocker. I must needs be friends with thee. I Pompey am. Pompey surnamed the big. The great. It is great, sir. Pompey surnamed the great. That often field with sword and shield did make my foe to sweat. <laughs> did make my foe to sweat. <laughs> And traveling along this coast, I here am come by chance and lay my arms before the legs of this sweet lass of France. Whoa. <laughs> if your ladyship would say, thanks, Pompey, I had done. Great thanks, great Pompey. Tis not so much worth, but I hope I was perfect. I made a little fault and great. My hat to a halfpenny, Pompey proves the best of the worthies. When in the world I lived, I was the world's commander. By east, west, north, and south, I spread my conquering might. By armor doth declare that I am Alexander. Your nose says no, you are not. For it stands to write. <laughs> Your nose smells no in this most tender smelling night. The conqueror is dismayed. Oh, Proceed, good Alexander. <clears throat> what did the world I lived? I, I was the world's commander. Most true, tis right. You were so, Alexander. <clears throat> <laughs> Pompey the Great. 
Your servants and Costard. Take away the Conqueror. Take away Alexander. Oh, sir, you have overthrown Alexander the Conqueror. You will be etched out of history for this. Your lion that holds his axe sitting on the throne will be given to a bum. He will be the ninth worthy. A conqueror and a fear to speak? Run away for shame, Alexander. <laughs> there. If it shall please you. A foolish, mild lady. An, an honest lady, look you, and soon dashed. She is a marvelous good neighbor, Faith, and a very good bowler. But for Alexander, alas, you see how it is, a little overparted. But there are worthies are coming will speak their mind in some other sort. Oh, stand aside, good Pompey. Great Hercules is presented by this imp whose club killed Cerberus, that three-headed Canis. And when he was a babe, a child, a shrimp, thus did he strangle serpents in his manis. But since he seemeth in minority, ergo I come with this apology. Ha 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 ha! Oh, tis I, the hero. Keep some state in thy exit and vanish. Intermission! The Play on Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost, was written by William Shakespeare and translated into modern English verse by Josh Wilder. Each episode was directed by Nelson T. Eusebio III. The cast is as follows. Russell G. Jones as the King of Navarre and the Forester. Matthew Elijah Webb as Barone. Ashley Bryant as the Princess and Jacquinetta. Tiffany Rochelle Stewart as Rosaline. Tanya Pinkins as Maria, Holofernes, and Himes. Sean Randall as Costard and Dumaine. Brandon Jones as Don Adriano de Armado and Longaville. Walter Coppage as Moth, Boyette, Dull, and Markaday. Sarita Covington as Lady Nathaniel and Catherine. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. Original music and sound design by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The managing director of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play on Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play on Podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Subscribe to Play on Premium on Apollo Plus for ad-free episodes 
and join our Patreon for exclusive merchandise and early commercial-free releases. Go to playonpodcast.com for our bonus content, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, vows are but breath. Join Play On Premium to get merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Next Chapter Podcasts.